Welcome to episode number 46. In this episode, Lynn and I will be going through how to raise your vibration in the emotional and the mental body. So we may know by now that everything is energy. So recognizing the energetic interconnectedness of all things is the first step in raising your vibration. Since everything is connected in the way that energy is processed in our body from the inside out. Our inner world is our outer outer world and our thoughts become things. And because of this, our repressed slash unrepressed, unexpressed emotions manifest as physical and emotional issues. So these emotions are not expressed healthily. Therefore, instead of this emotional energy moving through our bodies from the inside to the outside and being let go of, it becomes stuck in our energy body. And this is because we are expansion-oriented beings. So when challenges come into our lives, they are always there, not by coincidence, um, but to teach us something. So our question for ourselves is, will we open ourselves to the lesson? Um, In this episode, keep listening to find out more on how to operate in a higher vibe state, mentally, physically, and emotionally, um, so that we can allow more healing into our lives. Mm. Do you think that's why people like, this has happened to me a few times and I read about it too. It's like when people meditate, like sometimes they start crying because Mm -hmm. there's so much, like so much uh, stuck emotions in there, I guess. Definitely. And it's like a purge. And I know that the number one thing in in raising your vibration is purging those emotions because it's almost like since we are naturally energetically high beings, when we purge all those fears and emotions and repressed energy, like that's when we can allow ourselves to kind of raise back up to that natural state. Yeah, no, that makes sense for sure. Um, Okay. So for expressing our emotions, um, like expressing our true emotions and shedding light on them allows us to let them go. And so instead of, you know, pushing them down or in, or ignoring an emotion, um, really like being honest with yourself will help us heal or allow more healing into our lives, like um, Ali was talking about earlier. And then also connecting heart and mind. So meditating, uh, drop into the heart daily, bringing your attention to this area, Place hands on your heart and imagine white light flooding into the heart. And the heart chakra is actually like that connector chakra from like connects your lower chakras to your upper chakras. It's that bridge. So having um, having a healthy heart chakra really like helps align your other minds naturally as well. And then also breathing between the two brain hemispheres is another way to connect the heart and mind. And then also tune into thought patterns. So become aware of current thought patterns. Are they destructive and detrimental or are they kind and compassionate? And what is your current story? When we become hyper aware of how we are being and what our beliefs are, we can then change from this point of awareness. 
And once we know our story, we can choose to adopt and embody a new story. What are the beliefs of your ideal self? And also get really clear on uh, where you want to go. And the more clear or the more clarity you have, um, the easier the journey will be because you know where you're heading. And once we have these beliefs in our inner reality, our outer reality has no choice but to follow suit. So there may be a bit of time relay between the two, but we speed it up by our next point, which is gratitude. Yes. So all these points that uh, Lynn's running through, these are all really great ways to raise your vibration and um, specifically raise your emotional vibration in the emotional and physical body. I'm sorry, the emotional mental body Um, and holding that gratitude. Like Lynn was saying, the, the ideal self versus what you currently have. So when we hold daily gratitude for what we currently have um, and the things that we want to bring more of, it's, it's almost like we are focusing on that and growing it from there. And then also what your ideal self currently has. So holding gratitude for maybe something that you might, might not perceive of um, in your reality right now, but what you would like to perceive of in your reality. So um, holding, like, for example, if you um, don't feel very abundant, having gratitude for abundance because you know it's coming and you believe it's coming um, and holding gratitude for something that's not that yet in your physical reality allows it to kind of flow more into your real- reality, especially when your vibration is high. Mm. I, I've come, like, with gratitude, I think, like, I'm hitting a wall on like the things that I can list as what I'm grateful for. And I'm just, cause like, I think I mentioned in previous podcasts episodes, it was like, I've been doing like my bullet journaling in the morning and I have like the five things I'm grateful for. And now I feel like I'm repeating myself in like, or they're just so like a mundane, like I'm grateful for this cup of coffee or I'm grateful for my bed. (laughs) And so I think one thing that has really helped me in terms of the gratitude um, or being like my daily gratitude practice is stop thinking about physical things. And you can go on like a metaphysical level or emotional level. um, So, or mental level, just being like, I'm grateful for, I don't know, I can't even think right now. I'm grateful for this feeling of calm or I'm grateful for this sense of happiness that I have or whatever. Um, Because I think a lot of times, a lot of people focus on the physical or materialistic things when they're practicing their daily gratitude ritual or doing their daily gratitude ritual. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I like... I get super creative with it because I, I felt like I hit a wall as well with my gratitude practice. And so like, I get really weird with it, like really creative. And I, I just say things like I want to bring in, like Lynn was saying the non-physical. So like today I wrote, I'm looking at my journal and I wrote, I'm grateful for decisiveness (laughs) because I feel like a lot of the times I don't have decisiveness or I'm kind of disconnected from that decisive part of myself um, I'm grateful for groundedness, like just things like that. Like I'm grateful for creativity. I'm grateful for who I am. Just, um, just random things that come to my mind. It's almost like a, oh, what is that? When you just free flow, right? Mm-hmm. When I do gratitude, it's, it's, 
it's all random stuff. It, some of it doesn't even make sense. So I hope that nobody would ever read my journal, but, <laughs> um, I yeah, I like, what's that? I love that though. Yeah. It's like, I, I think getting like really creative with it is, is important. And especially like the things that you don't normally think of, um, are good to list just so you can kind of keep it fun and fresh, I guess. <laughs> It's like, I don't even know how many like times I wrote. It's like, oh, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my husband. And then like I started breaking it down. It's like, I'm grateful for my mom. I'm grateful for my dad. And I'm just like, and then I just started feeling, um, after I kept on being repetitive and I couldn't think of anything new, I started feeling bad about it. And like my gratitude journal, like it started making me feel bad about it because I was like, oh, I should be more grateful about things or or I should have more things to be grateful for, sorry. And then, yeah, I was starting to have this negative energy around it. And then I started to have to like, I had to basically pivot my daily gratitude ritual. Mm, yeah, it's like, it's almost like you went into like an autopilot stage with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it wasn't fun anymore and you weren't really enjoying the process of it. Yeah, and I just like, I felt like, I don't know. I felt like not selfish, but like, I don't know what that word is. Mm. Not self-entitled, but like, I just felt bad that I couldn't think of more things to be grateful for besides all that stuff. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah. That's a really good awareness to have though. Yeah. Like, have you restarted your gratitude practice? I have. Yeah, I, I restarted it um, this week and it's now like I'm mostly f- like focusing on my like emotional and like my inner, like the metaphysical side of things and just being like, hey, I'm like, I don't know, what was one thing? It's like, I'm grateful for like having the opportunity to speak my truth, like stuff like that. Or it's like, I'm grateful for the choices I have. Mm, I love that one. I give her the choices I have. Yeah. So it's less than, it's not based off of physical or people anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure my gratitude journal knows that I'm really grateful for my husband, family, and friends. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you're getting a little bit more unique with it. That's really cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is your favorite way to raise your vibration? I think my favorite way is uh, meditating and self-reiki. I find those are the two most effective ways for me. Like when I finish a meditation or I finish doing self-reiki on myself, like uh, I can actually feel that shift. I feel a lot clearer. Like on Sunday even, I had like not a bad headache, but it was just like a little knocking on my skull and it was annoying. And so I decided to do some self Reiki and afterwards I felt like great. I felt like alive and like energetic. Oh my gosh. See, that's like proof. It works. Yeah. What about you? Um, probably same more so meditation and yoga. I just like really like moving my body. So, um, and since I've been doing it for so long, it's almost like it keeps me present because I have to focus on the poses and my mind can't wander too much. Um, and when it does, it's almost like 
I'm able to bring it back to center a little bit better because I'm focusing on how my body feels. And that's almost like a moving meditation for me, I guess. Mm. Um, so probably, yeah, yoga and meditation for sure. That's good. No, I tried to do yoga a couple times. Just I'm not flexible and I have very poor balance. Um, so like now what I like, I'm slowly trying to like do it. And like, I just start with like really simple poses as my morning stretches. Mm, yep. And your two reasons for not, for not really wanting to do it are the best reasons for, for doing it. <laughs> not being flexible. And then, um, wait, what was the other one? Late. <laughs> my mind is just elsewhere. Yeah. Poor balance. Poor balance. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's because both of those doing yoga will improve both of those like very quickly. Uh, it's so funny. Like I think it, I was like twenty five or twenty four at the time, and you know, like the we fit and how there's like that board that's on. Yes, yes. It basically like takes your like it calculates your age by doing like a bunch of different things, and one of like the things I had to do was stand on this board, and it's going to like tell me how my balance is. So yeah, I was like twenty four, twenty five at the time, and the Wii Fit said I had like the balance of a sixty three year old. <laughs> remember it to this day because I was just like, what? I was like, I know I'm like really bad at like. I don't know, standing on my own two feet, but it's like 63. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Even the Wii Fit knows I have bad balance. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny though. Like it shows, it kind of reminds you of those brain game things that you, um, you like say you tell that, tell it your age or whatever. And then it tells you your physical age or what your, uh, wasn't your brain age is. And it's like, you are 22, but you, um, your brain age is 74. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh like no memory whatsoever. No, these days I have like really poor memory. I forget a lot. I've been forgetting a lot of stuff. And also like, I find meditating has helped me because it's just like my mind's everywhere, but nowhere at the same time. And so meditating just like helps me be more mindful and present. And yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I felt like I've been like a scatterbrain for like the past few months. Yep. And like, um, definitely present being present is uh, another way that that we raise our vibration too. because I have the same problem, like not being grounded because I'm, I have more so of a oh, in my past, I want to say it's more, I want to say it's as prevalent now, but I have a very anxious type personality in my past. Um, so some of that has carried like into some of my habits that I'm still trying to, um, kind of progress past and, and leave in the past where they belong. So it's like, I being present has really helped me and that's what meditation definitely does. So if anyone's listening that hasn't had a meditation practice before, or maybe started and fell off, I definitely, definitely recommend to restart that practice ASAP because more than ever right now it's um it is needed to for us to be present because that is probably one of the top three ways to raise vibration like along with the purging old emotions expressing emotions um connecting like your heart and mind um and then being present which all of those can be achieved through med- not achieved but all of those things um 
you get when you meditate. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't even know how to really express it or explain it by meditation. Like, I don't know. It's just like the gateway for it. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So we hope you guys like this episode. Let us know what your favorite way to raise vibration is. Um, In the next episode, we will be talking about how to raise your vibration in the physical body. So tune into that episode um, when it's, when it drops. Thank you, everybody.